Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. A lot, a lot of smoke around two, actually, very accomplished NFL coaches. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. It is Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. So you had a couple reports come out yesterday involving coaches. Number one, Jim Harbaugh. Mm -hmm. Uh, Apparently the Chargers are extremely interested, according to our friend Jordan Schultz, who broke that story yesterday. Now listen, Harbaugh still has to coach uh, against Alabama in the college football playoff semifinal. He's got this... Maybe contract extension that's on this desk right now, although we've heard reports from Michigan, that is, heard reports the stipulation is he can't flirt with NFL teams if he wants to get this contract extension. Makes sense. I can see why Michigan might want to cover their behinds with that one. But the Chargers have vowed that they want, for the first time it seems like, well, maybe not the first time, but they're putting it out there that uh, price is not, going to be an impediment here, right? That they want the best person. They realize they're at a crossroads, and if they have to pay a premium to get someone like Jim Harbaugh, they're going to do it. Well, right. I think the reason they're saying that is, as a franchise, historically, they have not paid up for coaching or GMing or anything necessarily. Uh, and I think they they have this young, talented quarterback, so they want to go all out. To me, that being said, it doesn't make perfect sense. You have this young, talented quarterback you know, it's like uh, Dean Smith with Michael Jordan. Who can actually make Justin Herbert worse? Bill Belichick. Well, okay, so Harbaugh is who they might be targeting. Belichick is oh, somebody. Oh, gosh, sorry. Did I jump the gun? <laughs> well, Belichick. Belichick is someone who I always have maintained that the Chargers, I think, would be lucky to get Bill Belichick. Because Bill Belichick, and I think you could say this about Harbaugh as well. These guys are a planet, you know? Like, they are not a system. They're not, you know, uh, like, an, an offshoot of somebody, I guess if you want to say Belichick of Parcells, but like they're their own coaching trees. They're the tree. They're not a branch from the tree. Well, maybe everyone is, but you well, know what I'm saying? I mean, listen, Bill Belichick is part of the Bill Parcells. That's tree. what I'm saying. He's part of Parcells, but at this point, he's been coaching for so long. Isn't he his own tree at this point? Like Bill Belichick, the whole famous thing is his coaching tree doesn't work. You know, other yeah. guys, you can't go anywhere else and replicate what Belichick does. But yes. I think what they have in common is you're not bringing in a facsimile. You know, I, you're bringing in Jim Harbaugh, or if you bring in Bill Belichick, you're bringing in the OG, the original guy. And that would be extremely appealing to me as a Charger fan and if I'm Justin Herbert. And if you're asking me between the two, I would lean Harbaugh just because he's already had success offensively with Colin Kaepernick and what he could do for Justin Herbert. But make no mistake, they would be lucky to land Bill Belichick as well. I, I 
I would not hire Bill Belichick because I think you have the potential to have a great offense, and that's how you're going to win. To me, I'm sorry. The, the guy you want the next of is Kyle Shanahan. I think you want a guy who's going to maximize your offense number one. It's an offensive league. Do not bring a guy with a defensive mind orientation who's going to slow down your team. Maybe I'm speaking partly as a fan, but also do I, I do think if you look around the league, like what's working consistently, great quarterback play through the years. So I think if you can maximize your quarterback, you can maximize your wins through the years. And Bill Belichick's not going to maximize Justin Herbert. Jim Harbaugh might. I could give you that. But even that is a little bit complicated. Okay, why do we not think that Bill Belichick would be able to maximize Justin Herbert? We saw Bill Belichick with Tom Brady, and Brady got every ounce of whatever he could out of his body and everything. But Brady, but Belichick, with a good quarterback, won six <laughs> Super Bowls. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. Why but do we still. not think that Belichick right now has a bad quarterback situation? And it, and it's partly his fault. Of course it is. But Mac Jones has not progressed. Bailey Zappi is not the answer. Justin Herbert is a bona fide good quarterback to great quarterback in this league. Why do we not think that Belichick would be able to win with this formula when we saw it for 20 years? Well, I think it's because he's the ultimate retread at this point. Yes, Bill Belichick, the 2000 version of Bill Belichick would be great for the Chargers. The 2024 version of Bill Belichick is not nearly as exciting. But Because he doesn't have a good quarterback. No, because he's 72 years old. I don't buy that because And also the game is passing by. I just say I don't think so. I think if Mac Jones was good, I think they'd have a good team. I I, mm. I think this is, is this is like I feel like I'm making a Perloff argument here. It's just as simple as that. Okay, Belichick, the general manager, hasn't been able to hit on wide receivers. I get that. But you have if you put him with a good quarterback, like and people don't think you're gonna have the same type of success you have with Brady, maybe not six Super Bowls because yeah. he's too old to coach that long. But you're not going to be a playoff team? Get out of here. Maybe a play, yeah. But they were a playoff team with Brandon Staley. I mean, and, and had the worst playoff collapse. Regardless, in yeah, you might win 10, 11 games, but it doesn't One feel like to me the the ceiling with Bill. I just can't see Bill Belichick creating a Bill Belichick culture in L.A. in time before he's before. Just gets too old. Okay, but it, that's like the negative recency bias. We talk all the time about the positive recency bias right. about people. This is the negative one. It's like because Bill Belichick hasn't been able to find the heir apparent to Brady, all of a sudden this dude forgot how to coach. Well, have you seen this Patriots special teams this year? Something's wrong. Okay, well, that's they, is that the poorly coach? Okay, but that's also one season out of forty. <laughs> Last year too, they were not great. I mean, they, they've definitely whatever's happening in New England, you know. I just don't think you're getting Bill Belichick on a high, and it doesn't feel like... I feel like Bill Belichick needs some time to shape a roster and teach everyone how to play football the, the quote-unquote Patriot way, which is in many ways the Bill Belichick way. Just to go in there, I'm not sure it's going to be an immediate fit wherever he is. He can't just make the Chargers into the Patriots. I mean, if you think of the first Patriots team that won the Super Bowl, it was all character. It was all special teams. It was Larry Izzo and guys like that. I just don't think he can immediately, he did immediately do it in New England, ironically, but I just don't think the Chargers are going to have that transformation. And the other thing, too, is I don't think that 2001 Patriots team would win in today's NFL. I just think the league has moved on in many ways, and now something else is going on. Okay, but he would have the Ferrari in Justin Herbert. Yeah. So you bring your great defense, you're able to get, I'm just assuming, if if you're a veteran in this league, if you're the Khalil Max and you're the uh, Joey Bosa's, like, if you can't buy into Belichick, like, these are the guys who would buy into Belichick. Mack and Bosa buy into Brandon Staley. They play hard every down. Okay, well, I'm just saying the defense, Brandon Staley, part of the reason why he's fired 
and not the coach anymore yeah. is because he's a defensive-minded head coach, and that defense underachieved. Yeah, I mean, they also, that team is the most injured team in the history of the planet year in and year out. I hope Belichick brings a new training staff because they can't stay on the field. Well, it's not going to be Alex Guerrero, but anyone but him, uh, the TB12 guy. But here's, here's the thing. I think you get buy-in from the veterans because it's Belichick. He's got the resume. And you get, like, the, the young guys on the team have no choice but to follow the veterans. And you give them a great quarterback. Like, guys, like, remember what we saw. Like, trust your eyes. We saw Belichick with a great quarterback create a modern dynasty. And now all of a sudden he wouldn't be able to do it? Like, that doesn't square to me. doesn't make sense. But where? show me a coach who's ever done that, created two dynasties. Okay, well, show me a situation like this where... Uh, okay, Vince Lombardi leaves the Packers to go to the Washington Redskins. And who was the quarterback of Washington? I doubt it was... Sonny some, Jurgensen. Well, but how old was Sonny at that time? I just, made, is, I just made it up. I have no idea. <laughs> like, Don't have the slightest clue. Could have been I'm Norm like, Sneed. Was it Sonny Jurgensen? Could have been Theisman. But, I just made it up. No, but like you have Justin Herbert in his prime. You know, Ryan Leaf, our friend, sat here and tells us that Justin Herbert's the best quarterback in the NFL outside of Patrick Mahomes. Like, he, you, you have something here. It's so rare that a job with this type of quarterback becomes open. Oh, I'm getting more from EJ. It was Sonny Jurgensen. Yes. Good pull, Pearl. Yeah. He was 35, uh, he was 35 years old. 35 years 35. old. 35. That, that's three years younger than Joe Flacco. That's, that's when you're up to smoking three packs a day when you're 35 years old. <laughs> that is true. 1969, <laughs> a 35-year-old quarterback was basically... Smoking uh, on first down. Yeah, that was Vinny Testaverde off the couch at that point. <laughs> he actually led the league in passing yards that year. Oh, there you go. Yeah. With how many? <laughs> Thirty-one hundred yards. That's a good. That's a good season. More than I thought it would be. I'm looking at NFL history, and I'm thinking of the guy Tom Landry. The league passing by. They fire him in Dallas. It never worked again. It's just rare for a second act. I guess you could look at Andy Reid as a second act with Kansas City, but he was younger. And think so, about the he got the quarterback finally. Like that's like the, the difference between all the all the no, no, failures in in Philadelphia. What are you talking failures? The no. dude, yeah, but he NFC was winning with everybody. Game, NFC Championship game. You had so many, but he couldn't get over the hump until he got Mahomes. Yes, but he could win with any quarterback. He could win 12 games with with A.J. Field. He won with Alex Smith. He won with Alex Smith. Whatever. Not I Super Bowls. Yeah, he did get over the hump with Patrick Wolves. That's true. But generally, though, the older coaches, they never really redefine themselves. It's, I'm not sure I can even think of a situation that's close. Dick Vermeil left for 20 years and came back and won in St. Louis. But generally, what was, And what did that team have? Uh, Kurt Warner. Future Hall of Fame quarterback. I'm telling you that guys. That he created. Well, but I'm just saying, like, this, like, this matters. I mean, it, okay. it matters that it's Herbert. It That is a huge part of this. But it's not just taking over any old team. Oh, of course. But fast forward to next year. If Bill Belichick went to the Chargers, are you picking the Chargers to go to the Super Bowl? I think a lot of people are still going to be like, well, it's still the Chargers. They all get hurt. Their roster is getting really, really old in a lot of key spots. I'm not sure that that's an easy Super Bowl pick. Now, According to some new reporting coming out of New England, Tom Curran had this, that Robert Kraft is hoping to set up a bidding war for Bill Belichick, right? They want to trade Belichick. They want to get some type of compensation, just like they traded for Belichick many, many years ago with the New York Jets. So to create a bidding war, what do you need? Multiple bids. EJ believes he has the perfect team to get into the bidding war with Bill Belichick. The Dallas Cowboys should go after Bill Belichick. I agree. 
Well, let's see what happens here with McCarthy this year. If they lose yeah. again to the San Francisco 49ers, you can justify it. If they go to the Super Bowl and they win it, then McCarthy's Because think stay. about what, if you're bringing in Bill Belichick, you're not bringing him in for X and O's. You're not bringing him in because he's kind of out-scheming somebody. You're bringing him for your preparation, your professionalism from Monday to Saturday. Getting ready, being prepared, being professional, and showing up to play on Sunday. You're not worried about X and O. You're not worried about all this stuff. So what do the Cowboys... Belichick is great X's and O's, though. Well, no, but I mean, like, his offense is antiquated. Like, you're not thinking about him saying, okay, I'm bringing this innovative system that's going to come with him. Like, if you're bringing a Lincoln Riley or something like that. The Cowboys don't need that. They've tried all that stuff. They need football character. They need somebody who's a a leader. They need somebody who can kind of steer them in the direction when it comes to winning in the biggest moments. And nobody has won... Bigger in the biggest moments than Bill Belichick. Getting his team ready to play in the biggest moments. We see the Cowboys go on the road. They get smacked up by these good teams. They choke at home in the playoffs. I'd want Bill Belichick Friday to Saturday and then on Sunday in those playoff games. Forget about the regular season. Give me that guy in those situations over Mike McCarthy, over whoever you're going to tell me. I'd feel very comfortable about the Cowboys in that spot. So wait, let me just get this straight, though. You're going to trade trade. For the coach of a three and eleven team, when you have a ten and four coach sitting there, so basically, there's a great chance that Mike McCarthy goes thirteen and four. They're going to fire him for the four and thirteen because that's throw insane. Out the, throw out the record. If but Bill it, Belichick, it's relevant in this no, case. It, it's not because if Bill Belichick had the Cowboys roster, they don't get smacked by the Niners the way they did. They don't get smacked by the Bills the way they did. Bill Belichick owned the Bills when he had good rosters. Like, the Cowboys lack football character. You don't trust them in these big spots. Gosh. And who is the most trustworthy coach in the NFL in big spots? It's Bill Belichick. Listen, unquestioned. I like it. Now, the one other thing about this is the Jerry Jones-Belichick piece. Now, Jerry Jones likes yeah. being the star, and Belichick doesn't want any part of the media part of it. So in that way, that would be a good yin and a yang because whoever the coach is at Cowboys, we saw with Jimmy Johnson, like Jerry doesn't want to compete with the head coach for airtime or credit for that matter. Now that would be a thing. Belichick, if he came in and immediately won, it's taken maybe a little of the credit away from Jerry. Yeah, so there could be an ego an thing. However, Jerry did bring in Bill Parcells. And that worked out pretty well. Like, but that was, such an ex- that was such an <laughs> exception for him, and he yeah. vowed to never do it again. Here's the thing. If I'm an Eagles fan, I'm thrilled to get Bill Belichick. Get Dan Quinn out of there. Get Dak Prescott. Like, neuter Dak Prescott. Thank you. This would be the best thing to happen to the other NFC East teams because we're, we're all having problems with the Cowboys right now. This would be great. Get get all that great, you know, Dan Quinn's awesome. He Why might get he, a head coach job. He anyway. Dan Quinn. Do you think Dan Quinn is going to stick around with Bill Belichick? Not Dan in a Quinn million stuck years. around for Mike McCarthy, who's probably a better coach than he is. No, I don't way. think Dan Quinn would stick around for Belichick because they're both the Dan defensive side high. of the ball. At least Mike McCarthy's Mike McCarthy's going to let the defense take care of itself, right? I think Bill Belichick respects other top-notch coaches. I think that oh, he, it's not that right. But I just don't I, think Dan Quinn would want to. It's like you're you're bringing in a head coach who's got this defensive pedigree. Like Mike McCarthy is such an offensive guy. Right, it's it's true. not like we're not we're not on each other's toes. But I, I mean, mean, there's it, a good chance there are a lot of vacancies this offseason. Dan Quinn might get it, be gone anyway. That's he might true. get a job. But the Cowboys got they got ballers on that defense. I mean, yeah. okay, if you lose Dan Quinn, it's it's not great. But if you lose Dan Quinn, but you, you lost the 49 in the second <laughs> round, what difference does it make? Like yeah, we true. we're holding on to these guys on the Cowboys for stuff that doesn't matter. Dan Quinn calls great defenses. Okay, well they lose every year in the second round. What difference does it make? You need somebody 
we've seen several Dallas Cowboy coaches. Jason Garrett got them to the second round of playoffs. We've seen guys get yeah. them there. Yep. They need someone to get them over the hump. But Jason Garrett was 8-8, eight and eight and he got to stick around for 12 years or something crazy like that. They're really going to fire a 13-4 and four coach, kind of like the Chargers once famously fired Barney Schottenheimer. I just think that that winning record, and I think we have a show bet on this, and I think I might be flip-flopping <laughs> about this, but I think we have a long bet about what does McCarthy have to do this year. And coming in, I thought, I thought like you're saying, EJ, that it was playoff wins or busts, but Jerry's talking about McCarthy so glowingly this year. I think that affair still has a lot a lot going on there. Let us know what you think. 855-212-4CBS. If you are a Cowboy fan, would you want the team to trade for Bill Belichick? 855-212-4227. If you are watching in our chats, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio, or even if you're not, if you're listening on one of our incredible CBS Sports Radio affiliates, if you're listening to us on the free Odyssey app, if you're listening to us on Sirius XM Channel 158, here's what we're asking for you from you for this holiday season. Hit subscribe on either of our YouTube or Twitch channel. And for every new subscriber, we donate a dollar to charity. That's it. You hit subscribe. You've done it. We donate a dollar one for one. Every new subscriber, we donate a dollar to charity. The Boys and Girls Club earmarked for youth sports programs. Perloff, myself, our boss, Spike Eskin, is generously uh, joined our, our cause. And that's it. Something yeah. you can do for the holiday season. Hit subscribe. We donate. Love it. Uh, ready to go. So how many more days, Maggie? Well, we're here in the final push. Oh, my gosh. Up until the end of the year. I can't believe the year is almost over. I know. And coming up next, we are counting down the top five greatest moments of the Maggie and Perloff show from the year 2023. We have no idea what's coming next. We're up to number two on the list. No clue what's about to happen. Join us. 855-212-4CBS. Stick around. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. Oh, my gosh. It's a busy time of year. Uh, getting close to Christmas. So many different things going on here at the Maggie and Perloff Show. I, my head is spinning, and I love it. Meanwhile, we are counting down the top five moments of the Maggie and Perloff Show in 2023. We're down to number two. Honestly, I'm looking at this bowl of chili with melted cheese. I don't know how this is going to work. Yes. How am I going to consume this? That is a you problem, There's man. too much cheese. It's you... very soupy, too. I don't see any chili or no. noodles. So here we go. Yeah. All right. He's prepared himself. Hands are safely underneath. Yeah. I, can't believe he, yeah, I can't believe he's keeping this the glasses on. This is for selfish Joe Burrow. Glasses have to come off He wanted here. all the money, and therefore I have to eat chili. Take the okay. frames right. off. Leaning in. Oh. Nose first. Mouth is open. Oh, there's tongue <laughs> contact with the cheese. He is very delicately breaking the film we get our first look orange too much cheese orange is the color of skyline chili on your face oh this is a deeper dive there is juice cascading off his nose it's good is it yeah you want some not now i don't know why i didn't that slurping good slurping The orange tint of this on your face is, and it's perfectly going right down the middle. It's like a bizarro Braveheart face paint. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. How about it? Ready? Here we go. Oh. So 
having uh, to break the film of the melted cheese every time so can't be fun. Oh, you are, I mean. So unappetizing to watch you eat it this way. No hands. You're doing a great job of keeping your hands behind your back, which I know is a yes. concern for you. And your face is a disaster, but the rest <laughs> of the space is fine. You're somehow eating this It's kind of politely. I've taken 20 bites, and I've made no dent on it. This is the <laughs> biggest bowl of chili in the history of the world. Oh, oh now it's over. It ju- it's chili just over. fell out of his left nostril. Ring the bell, throwing the towel. I can't breathe. It's, it's done. Got, it's that's done. Andrew Proloff, congratulations. That was awesome. Well done. How do you feel? I don't feel so good right now. I don't know. Something's, something feels off. Yeah, you're just eating chili. It's 9 o'clock Upside in the morning. Down. The no, East no, no. Coast. I think I ingested some in my, my nasal passage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you, this is a shocking upset that this is not number one. Well, by the way, to, to hear Andrew Bogus say, we have tongue contact. That is not, <laughs> not a play-by-play call I ever want to hear again. It's like if you were calling my first date or something. <laughs> You stopped betting on St. Joe's basketball. (laughs) Found a woman. Tongue contact. We have tongue contact, finally. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What a day. That was Perloff. If you're new to the show or just finding us, that was our first week in the morning show. Perloff paid off the bet. He lost to me, which was that Joe Burrow you thought was going to sign for less average annual money than Justin Herbert. Yes, and of course the Bengals, because I think they wanted to see us do this, gave a symbolic $50,000 <laughs> extra to Joe Burrow so I'd have to eat the chili, or was it 500000 500000 Uh Perloff had to eat a bowl of Skyline chili with no hands. And it, it was a nuclear orange. It felt like it uh, that orange was on me and was being found in places for weeks to come. It, it looked radioactive watching yes. it back. Yeah. So, and Andrew Kaplan actually, I think, had microwaved it, and yeah, he it was arrived. like steaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it almost sounded like there was like it sounded like there was like an issue in the kitchen. Like there was a lot of complaints about like how soupy it was, how <laughs> cheesy it was. Well, also we had to cook spaghetti without. There's no stove here in the office, so we <laughs> microwaved the spaghetti. The Skyline Chili comes with spaghetti. That wasn't good. No, Speaking wasn't great. of which, uh, Andrew Kaplan <laughs> said it was a humble brag that you got contact on your first date (laughs) 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 amazing all right so we're counting down so tomorrow we're down to the number one moment of maggie and perloff in the year 2023 i'm shocked it wasn't the skyline chili so i can't wait to hear what ej picked for tomorrow we've done a lot of gross things this year i don't know why why do we keep doing this? We've eaten a lot of gross stuff. I think stuff. one of us wearing a singlet will be the grossest thing ever. <laughs> That's for 2024. That will be our first show bet of 2024. If Michigan wins then uh, and beats Alabama, EJ and I have to wear a wrestling singlet. If Alabama wins, Proloff has to wear the wrestling singlet. Andrew Bogus has headlines. <laughs> top that. Yeah. Well, and if Michigan or Alabama wins, we all, the rest of us, lose. <laughs> yes. Uh, Aaron Donald is a Ram, not a Steeler, since the NFL keeps ignoring Perloff's geographical farm system idea. So Derek Carr <laughs> has to worry about Donald as the Rams and Saints meet on Thursday night football. I think that's just a, the ultimate sign of respect that not only physically is he dominant, but mentally he's just so smart and can understand things that you got to be ready for that. Carr will have Chris Olave for Thursday Night Football despite an ankle issue. These two fighting for the last two NFC wild cards, but New Orleans does have the safety net of maybe winning the crappy NFC South <laughs> over the Bucks. Kickoff in L.A., roughly 5:15 Pacific. So there is now a special board of trustees meeting at FSU tomorrow morning. No official reason given, but it's reportedly to discuss 
the Knowles ACC future. They're angry again after being left out of the CFP semifinals. Uh, some of us around here think the ACC contracts are ironclad. Others around here think the Knowles will be in the SEC soon-ish. They lost the night before. They didn't have Jason Tatum, but the Celtics just fine last night in Sacramento. Jalen Strong down the right side. Elevates. Throws it down hard with the right hand. Pumps his fist for the Celtics bench. And you think it's raining in California. Jalen Brown just made it rain inside the Golden 1 Center. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? A broadcast risque, <laughs> more risque than Maggie. Can we, uh, <laughs> can we just cut that? I just want that around our show. Wait, uh, sorry, who said that again? Uh, that's Cedric Maxwell. That oh, was uh, Cornbread. Oh, boy. Yeah. Who, Who's you know? your daddy? Who's your daddy? <laughs> they, they, they attempted 86 threes in this game. Which team? Both teams or one? Combined. Yeah, wow. 42 three-point attempts for the Celtics and 44 three-point attempts for the Kings. Feels like a lot. And I guess the Celtics hit more of them because they won 144 to 119. The Clippers won in Dallas 120 111. That's a nine game win streak for LA. The Lakers losing in Chicago 124 108, dropping to one and four since winning the in season tourney. And Joel Embiid scoring like Schmilt Wamberlin in a Vancouver <laughs> supermarket. <laughs> 51 points plus 12 boards in a 127 113 win over the T-Wolves in Philly. A bad night for ranked Big East teams. Number 5, UConn, run over at Seton Hall, 75-60. Number 12, Creighton, losing at home in OT to Villanova, 68-66. to The Blue Jays had a 14-point lead shortly after halftime. And I mentioned this earlier in the show, a European court ruled this morning that UEFA overstepped its bounds in squashing the proposed soccer Super League across the continent. Since that ruling, organizers have reproposed their Super league for men and for women. Real Madrid and Barcelona say they are still interested. Man U still saying no thanks. Guys, back to you. Wasn't this also the American owners who were kind of at the center of this, yeah. right? Like the Glazers and stuff, and they were mad about that? Well, are they generally mad at the American owners sure. for all things? Yes. Well, Liverpool, they've done really well with their American owners. Which one is LeBron part of? Chelsea? Liverpool. Liverpool. Liverpool? Yeah, and they, yeah. They're, they're, a mon- they're a monster team. See, everything that LeBron touches. Uh, Bogus, thank you so much. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, all right, Perloff has to skedaddle for uh, jury duty yet again. This. Still Our national this, huh? nightmare continues. And this You guys time, still don't believe me that I'm doing it. It's No, we don't. Do but, I need to bring a note? <laughs> this time it's from the bailiff. This time it's particularly painful because coming up next, our celebrity NFL game picker is going to join us. And I just want to give you this tease. She's also banned from the garden. You got Emily <laughs> no. Ratajkowski? No. no? <laughs> this person would kick your butt and kick your butt and kick your butt and kick your butt. I mean, that could be my mom. You're not, really, <laughs> you're not shortening a list here, man. Lita, Lita's going to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> pound for pound, this person will kick all of our butts collectively at one time. That's a wide pool of celebrities, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be clear about that. Stay tuned. Who is it? Julia well, Child is next. <laughs> we'll tell you next. <laughs> Maggie Burlow. Mr. Rogers. CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. It is that time of the week when we ask celebrities to come on our show to pick NFL games. And this week, we are so excited to welcome in one of the best, if not the very best. Guys, the best. Pound for pound, for pound one of the greatest fighters on this planet. He is the one flyweight world champion. It is Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson. It is a thrill to have you, Demetrius. DJ, thanks so much for making time for us. I mean, your career has just continued to be a marvel. At this point, with 15 times you have been a flyweight world champion, like what keeps you going at this point? Uh, first off, thanks for having me on the, you know, the show. Uh, honestly, it's just a passion of mine. You know, I've been doing this since I was 18 years old, doing mixed martial arts, kickboxing, Muay Thai, shoot boxing, and then some submission wrestling. It's just a passion of mine that I just love to compete. And so I'm truly grateful and blessed to be able to have a healthy body to be able to, you know, do all that amazing stuff and to be able to still do it if I choose to. And, you know, I just got done working out right now earlier. So I'm I'm happy. <laughs> Demetrius Mighty Johnson is joining us, the one flyweight world champion, pound for pound, one of the greatest fighters on this planet. It's really true, Demetrius. You're, you're laughing about it, but it's true. You know, we see now guys like Tom Brady, uh, Aaron Rodgers, like they'll say things like um, diet is so important. They'll say things like I feel better now in my late 30s or for Brady, it was early 40s than he did in his 20s. What is like the one thing that you've learned along the way that you think like, I wish I had learned this 10 years ago or 15 years ago about maintaining your body. Uh, diet, diet, diet. <laughs> uh, rest is a huge, huge thing. A lot of people think more is more. More, less is less is more, right? Like you don't have to go to the gym and destroy your body every single day. Like today was a 30 minute workout. That's it. Tomorrow, it's going to be light. And then Friday, we're going to redline it. Saturday, Sunday, we're off. And that gives me the opportunity to to recover and rest to get ready for the next week. Um, diet's a huge thing. I, I've never big, been big about choosing certain things to eat, but now I try to eat. If I can find it in that, if I can find it in the woods, I try to eat it, right? They call it the paleo diet, right? But for me, it's like I like to cheat. You know, last night I had some cookies. I feel like a healthy, balanced diet is the most important part. And yeah, do I have to say, do I feel better now than I did when I was in my 25s? Absolutely. The biggest thing is I don't recover like I do when I was 25 and 26. That's the two big differences. Like right now, I feel great. I'm stronger. I'm more knowledgeable. The wisdom's through the roof, but the body does not heal like it used to. (laughs) Amen to that. I think even us non-athletes can understand what you're talking about. Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse, is joining us. He's the one flyweight world champion. He's a 15-time flyweight world champion. Now, you're going to be picking some NFL games for us. That's why we brought you on here. Also want to let you know that one... 
The One Championship Global Pay-Per-View Friday, One Friday Fights 46, 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Here's how you get it. Watch.1fc.com. Also, the monthly primetime events on Prime Video. Obviously, we all know Prime Video because of Thursday Night Football. Get it in the same place. So, we'll talk football in a second. You got to attend a Seahawks game. You're born in, well, you were raised in Washington, the state of. What is it like to go to a Seahawks game when you're Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson? Uh, it was awesome. It was my very first time going to a Seattle Seahawks game. Uh, the experience is absolutely amazing. My wife's been multiple times. Me, I, I'm like, man, I had to go over here, use the restroom. I had to wait in line, get a $15 beer. It's just ridiculous. I was like, I stay home, get all the beer I want, go to the restroom as much as I want. I can pause the game. I can do all this stuff. I hear the, the calls. But this was a, an amazing experience. I'm truly grateful for it. And the atmosphere and Seahawks is, is absolutely amazing. Like the 12th man is, it's it's mind blowing. And we're going to have you pick games. Spoiler alert, you will be picking that Seattle game. They've got a big one coming up at Tennessee as they're trying to get back into the playoff race. You know, I think a lot of people who love not just mixed martial arts, but love boxing, just love the fight game in general. One thing we notice is so many crossover fights. Yep. It's like every MMA person's fight is fighting in the boxing ring now. Boxing at times can go to MMA. That's a little bit more rare. Do you think that these fights that some people call gimmicky, are these? is this something that you think is going to continue to happen in mixed martial arts? Do you think this is good for the sport or not so much? I think it's, uh, you're going to see a little bit of both. The reason why is because it's bringing so much more money and eyeballs to the table. You know, you have Jake Paul who just fought Andre August. He knocked him out in the first round. That's a big fight. A lot of people tune into it. Jake Paul has such a big following. And then you have, you know, a guy like Francis Nagano who just fought Tyson Fury. That was absolutely amazing. I was watching. I was on the edge of my seat. So you're starting to see a lot of these guys who have become free agents be able to do what they want to do. You know, you go back 10 years ago, even five years ago, this was unprecedented because a lot of people were scared to not leave their country. Where now you've seen a lot of athletes who have names like, no, I'm going to take a bet on myself. And that's what you're seeing. You saw Anthony Pettis and ben, Vincent Henderson. They just fight in karate combat. I mean, you're going to see a lot more of this. And I think it's good for the sport. It just brings more eyeballs. And it, it gives the athletes more opportunities to make money besides one organization. Demetrius Mighty Johnson, we brought him here, well, to talk fighting, of course, <laughs> but also to some picks of NFL games for us. Again, he is the one flyweight world champion. You got the world championship global pay-per-view Friday, uh, one Friday fights, 46, 7.30 a.m. Eastern time. You got to watch, go to watch.1fc.com. There's also the monthly uh, primetime events on Prime Video. You can find them all the time. It's a great product. Um, okay, should we pick some NFL games? Let's do it. Time for celebrity picks. Here we go. Now I'm gonna ask. You realize the playoffs are coming up soon. Yeah, so I know. No, these the, are... the, the, I, I mean, I just. So I do watch NFL when we're doing price picks. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be upfront about that. So I, I'm kind of, you know, versed what's going on. And, and the Super Bowl is every year, same time, February February 5th, I believe, 6th of a lot or not. So. Yeah, generally, like, the, the 
second, first or second uh, Sunday in February. Okay, so you're ready to go. And the Super Bowl's in Las Vegas this year, a place where you have fought many, many times. Okay, first pick, you got the Dallas Cowboys at the Miami Dolphins. Who do you got? Well, I'm going to go at Miami Dolphins. The reason why, let me tell you right, because Dan Marino, okay? Dan Marino, he's the only NFL quarterback to have a movie based around him on, uh, what's the movie called? Uh, uh, Ace Ventura? Ace Ventura, Pet Detective Nature Calls. <laughs> So I'm always going to go with, uh, you know, Dan Marino's team, Miami Dolphins. I want to do a whole other interview with you about comedies that you like if Ace Ventura is on your radar. Okay, <laughs> let's keep going. That'll be another time. Let's go to the Raiders are at the Kansas City Chiefs. Who do you like there? Kansas City Chiefs. I believe that's Patrick Mahomes, correct? He's, he, he's on there. Okay. You're uh, right. You know, Patrick Mahomes, he's absolutely phenomenal. You know, I don't know how he's been doing this. He's, I think he's been doing okay. I could be wrong. But I'm never going to bet against Patrick Mahone, so I'm going to have to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Smart man. Have you been following the Taylor Swift-Travis Kelsey oh, relationship? Oh, yeah, because of, of Halloween, I, one of my buddies, he's, he's played football before. He was huge. I'm like, who the hell are you? He goes, you know, I'm, uh, I'm Taylor Swift's boyfriend. I'm like, and who the hell is that? He goes, Kelsey, you know? Uh, I was like, no, I don't listen to Taylor Swift, so I'm sorry, bro. So I, I know about it. Wait, this was a former NFL player you were talking to or just a football player? A football player who who used to play in uh, college. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> not a former. No, no. Oh, it's like, I love it. Uh, okay, the Baltimore Ravens are at the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers. This might be a su Super Bowl preview. Okay, 49ers. Yeah. 49ers, yeah. yeah uh, so like I said, I do a little picks projections, and it was the 49ers versus the Arizona Cardinals. And, you know, they had uh, Purdy, I believe, Brock Purdy was yeah. in them. They said, you know, do you think he's going to go over 300 or less than 300? And I was like, Ugh. but it was like, you want to get picked 300. So you want that? And I was like, uh, nope, I'm not touching that. And I was like, 300 passing yards against the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, I think he could have done it, but you got to, you know, factor in the run game, you know, his rushing game, all that stuff. So, but the 49ers have looked absolutely amazing. I think they're 11 and three this year. 11 and three. You're I, right. I, I don't, I don't think. They're going to lose. I think they'll probably win a Super Bowl this year. There we go. Okay. Uh, two more for you quickly. Cincinnati, the Bengals are at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh, uh, I've always been a big fan of Steelers uh, just because the coach has always been there for a very, very long time. I don't know the coach's name by heart, but he's been very dedicated to that team. So I'm not going to bet against him. Mike Tomlin. We will cut this and send it right to him. Boom. And then finally, Seattle, the Seahawks, your team at the Tennessee Titans. I'm going to go at Seattle Seahawks because I'm a big fan of them. Uh, I believe last time I just saw them play, they had a different quarterback out there. It wasn't Geno Smith. I'm not sure what's going on with Geno Smith, but my man DK Metcalf, always an absolute pleasure to watch him play. So I'm going to have to go Seattle Seahawks. DK Metcalf is someone who looks like he could kick everybody's ass. Like, that's just no <laughs> doubt about it. But, uh, yes, it was Gino is going to be back. He's healing up from his groin issue. It was Drew Locke, who you were probably Drew watching Locke. on Monday Night Football, and now they're going to go back to Gino reportedly. Okay, here's the last one for you. Many people, I think most fight fans, would put you on a Mount Rushmore or a top five of greatest pound-for-pound -pound fighters. Do you have your own top five or your own Mount Rushmore of greatest pound-for-pound -pound mixed martial artists? Absolutely. We just did this video on YouTube. And if I remember correctly, I had me, John Jones, GSP, and Anderson Silva. I feel like there was a time in mixed martial arts where... It cannot be replicated either in Asia, India, North America, nowhere. And I felt like those guys were so dominant. They were so polarizing. Uh, you know, GSP, absolutely phenomenal athlete, 
beautiful wrestling, beautiful timing. Anderson Silva fought over in Asia, fought in America. Absolutely, he's got finishes in knockouts, submissions, you name it. And then you also look at John Jones, who's still active at his age, heavyweight chip in the world, healing up from a you know a pec injury. He's going to be defending his belt against Stipe whenever that happens. And then myself, I haven't seen another athlete be able to transition between sports, uh, excuse me, not sports, but transition in between the fight game, like be able to strike and wrestle and jujitsu and all my finishes. And then I'm, I've been able to transition outside of mixed martial arts and win, you know, gold at IBJJF in my gi. So uh, that that's my Mount Rushmore. Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson cannot tell you how much we appreciate this. Thanks for being so generous with your time. Thank you for picking these NFL games for us. Again, the one flyweight world champion. You can also check out his YouTube channel, Mighty Gaming. Go check it out. Subscribe. The one championship global pay-per-view. It's Friday. One Friday night fights, 46, 730 a.m. Eastern time. You got to go to watch.1fc.com. Also, the monthly primetime events on Prime Video. Uh, Demetrius, again, always a pleasure. Thank you so much, and best of luck to you in the future. Thank you, Maggie. Likewise. Really, really exciting. Fun times to talk to somebody who's had such a distinguished career. Let's get to our shot of the day, please. He shoots! And the shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos is brought to you by those who drink it. And I'm telling you guys, holidays, Casamigos, This is the perfect pairing. Can't wait to do our family's signature cocktail. I love the light margarita from Casamigos. It is like just sunshine in a glass. Uh, Today's shot of the day came from one of our new friends, Gary, who called from Maple Ridge, who told us a story about meeting a certain superstar basketball player in the 70s in a supermarket in West Vancouver. And I went to the meat department because my dad wanted some hamburger and I met a fellow and I said, you're who, and I won't tell you who he was. And he, and I said, you're who you are. And uh, we started talking about hamburger and steaks and whatever. And I, uh, wait, so Gary, you got to name the name. Who was it? Well, who stands seven foot one and had a plain weight of of 320 pounds and played for the uh for the uh, for the uh for Philadelphia and for the late uh for the Lakers Does his and, name uh, rhyme with Schmilt Chamberlain? <laughs> Gary, hold on one second. You you yeah. you met Will Chamberlain at a grocery yeah. store in West Vancouver? Yes, I did. What was he the doing there? Buying hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> I, that could have kept going and going. I mean, EJ had to edit it for our shot of the day, but the whole call was really something I'll never forget. I still can't believe he felt the need to protect a man who has passed away and was doing nothing bad in yeah, the situation. I know. That was the thing. Like, this happened in the 70s. Why now are you trying to protect his anonymity? Like, he, he was there. You said it. Yeah. I also didn't understand. We The, the impetus was the call of us because we were doing an NBA GOAT conversation. <laughs> and you wanted to mention how this mysterious man would have crushed LeBron and crushed Steph Curry. Yeah. But then wouldn't name him. He wouldn't name who he was. <laughs> it's up to our imagination, EJ. That's why. What other seven foot one player played for the Philadelphia 76ers and the Lakers and may have been on break from the Harlem Globetrotters. And was in Boom. Vancouver in a hamburger aisle. Right. Yeah. Stupid the, <laughs> the produce woman. <laughs> I think he racked up all those numbers. <laughs> Nobody is safe. Everywhere is the dance floor for Will Chamberlain. Um, 
<laughs> it's an all-time call. Uh, appreciate that from Gary. So, And Will says thank you for keeping him <laughs> yes. anonymous. Yes, for protecting him. Should have had him way. in the Wilt documentary that came out on Showtime. We yeah. missed this story. <laughs> All the stories we had about him in Philadelphia growing up. I wanted to hear about Wilt's days in Vancouver. Wasn't Wilt was also a bellhop, like in the yes. in the Catskills? Like a, yep. as a- at the basketball, yeah, he would work at the basketball camp, and then he was a bellhop. Oh, man. All well, secondary to what happened in Vancouver. That's the most important. <laughs> Buy a ground chuck. That's yeah. one day. <laughs> you think was, Will, do you think Will makes the, you think he was making the burgers or was, did he have a chef, you think? No, Gary was there making the burgers. I don't even know if Will was buying any. Did he say he, Gary was buying No, they the both burgers. were shopping. His, he, he, right. Because I cut it down. So the, the dad sent him out to buy hamburgers. And did he say Will was also buying hamburger yeah. meat? Okay. Yeah. And he said we were talking about beef and steak and like, so it sounded like Wilt was about to throw down in the kitchen. <laughs> 12-year-old Gary is talking about hamburgers. Right. And, yeah, meanwhile, Wilt's got four ladies in the car waiting for no, him I, to well, go back to he didn't realize the- that the, he was talking about his girlfriend hamburger who was standing right next to him. <laughs> and I think Gary's dad sent Gary in to keep an eye on his wife because he knew Wilt was in town. <laughs> so he couldn't be distracted by a food shop. Hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, the original for that was actually Will Chamberlain. Yes, yeah, so we talked about how... Will, how a player who's known for something else, considering what an incredible basketball player is, and it's not something negative, you know, it's like not, you know, some something terrible, you know, that we now do like O.J. Simpson or something like that. We missed a big one. Well, we said, so Will Chamberlain is known for, you know, allegedly, according to his tally, having bedded uh, more than 20,000 women. And it's wildly, in some, for some people, that overshadows even his basketball career. So we say everything sounds like a sexual innuendo when you're talking about Will Chamberlain. Like, yeah, he was shopping for hamburger meat, if you know what I mean. It's like, what? what? Uh, we said Michael Jordan known more for the shoes, yeah. or as much. Who and else miss- did we miss? We're missing one, maybe bigger than both of those. Arnold Palmer? Oh, it's such Ooh. a good drink. I was going to throw John Madden in there, too, for the video That's game over one. the coach. Yep, kids today. The previous morning show, we had a whole long gag about how people didn't realize there was something called a Madden curse. Still don't get it. <laughs> really? Yeah, call, you want to talk about call, hall, hall of Fame callers? Caller called in and said, you guys don't realize that, you know, the reason why they're struggling might be because of the Madden curse, Josh Allen. And we were like, really? <laughs> Madden curse. Never stupid. heard of it. That's where we got to leave it. Thank you to EJ Stewart. Thank you to Ryan Botcher. Thank you to Andrew Bogish, to Andrew Kaplan, the Weedos. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.